Welcome to the Next Dimension Podcast, your portal to an extended reality. Every week we talk about the hottest topics in XR and let you join the discussion live on MRTV. And now, get ready for another exciting episode coming up. Hi and welcome to Season 3, Episode 3 of the Next Dimension Podcast, your podcast that is all about VR and AR. And I'm so happy to have him back. Steve, first <laughs> appearance here in Season 3. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you, Sebastian. And it's great to be back. I'm, we are both so happy that you're back and yeah, we have to catch up. Also, here with us tonight, Tatiana from Disco VR. Tatiana, how are you doing tonight? very good Sebastian great to be here perfect great How are you I'm, doing? I'm I'm really good I'm absolutely looking forward to today's show for all of you out there well, first of all, let me introduce myself, Sebastian Ang, founder of MRTV and the host of the Next Dimension podcast. So for all of you out there who don't know yet what is the Next Dimension podcast, this is a podcast all about VR and also AR and mixed reality, all kinds of the exciting stuff that we like to do. And well, this is live every Saturday at 9 p.m. Berlin, 8 p.m. London, noon in San Francisco and 3 p.m. in New York City. Of course, you can also find us everywhere where there are podcasts as an audio podcast. So find us on iTunes, Amazon, Google, yeah, everywhere where you can find podcasts, Spotify, for example, as well. <laughs> and if you love this podcast, give us a five-star review on iTunes, for example, get out your iPhone or iPad now, find the podcast app, find the Next Dimension podcast and give us that five-star review. It would mean a lot, to, uh, lot to us and more people could find this fine podcast. Thank you. <laughs> that would be so cool. Yeah, today, other than catching up with Steve, we are going to talk about some exciting topics. Like, for example, we are again going to talk a bit about the Pico 4 because I have not yet talked uh, about the Pico 4 with, with Steve and Tatiana. I want to know their opinions about it. Also, I want to show off my Bobo VR solution that I showed off today on the channel, which I think is very cool. Then we are going to talk about Oculus, is it called Oculus Connect? No, right? Meta Connect. Meta, Meta Connect. Oculus, what's that? <laughs> yeah, Oculus. Uh, it's it used to be Facebook Connect. Facebook Connect. You're oh, right. I you're missed, right. I missed that brand. You're right. So we're going to talk about the Connect show, which is going to happen very soon, 11th of October. And we're going to think about what they are going to show us. Yes. Then we're going to talk about some new hardware, the $99 D-Link dongle which brings a wi-fi a more simple way to get wi-fi connection with the quest 2 to computers wirelessly so that's what we're going to talk about then very exciting google is kind of back in the xr game and it somehow has to do with tatiana <laughs> <laughs> tatiana got that investment for sidequest and there we go <laughs> <I didn't get laughs> okay all i did it all i did all the heavy lifting she's great, amazing great. perfect i would love to have her on the show 
hopefully we can make that happen at one point in time. I think yes, right? So yeah, we're going to talk about the the millions of dollars that Google invested into SideQuest, what it means for Google, what it means for SideQuest. And I know that even I know that Tatiana cannot talk too much about it, but still we will try to find out what it means. Yeah, still you will try to find out. <laughs> I will, obviously. That's my job. I try to figure out stuff. So, yeah. And then we're going to talk about HTC. Yes, finally. Again. We can talk about the company again because the company is teasing a new VR headset on Twitter like they always do. That's their the way they do it, right? They They show us some little pieces of some hardware. Everyone gets excited and then normally uh, we get a bit disappointed. So let's see what's going to happen this time. How weird is it that we heard from HTC before we heard from Pimax? Oh yeah, but we will we will hear from Pimax really soon because finally I I heard from Pimax and things are happening. Really, things are happening with the Pimax Crystal and I can tell you that the Pimax Crystal is going to be in the spotlight on MRTV soon. And yes. here as well on VR Flights and Guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, also, also on VR Flights and Guys. That's going to that's gonna be exciting. Probably also on Disco VR. Who knows? Hopefully. That'd be ace, actually. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, so lots of exciting topics. But before we do that, before we talk about the topics, let's catch up with Steve. <laughs> Steve, how are you doing? And what have you been up to in the last months since we talked to each other? I really don't know where to start. Really. You were you were Norway. You were no, oh, no, Norway. No, no way was I. No, yeah, I was in Norway. Yeah, I, I had an amazing time in Norway. In fact, I didn't really want to come home to be honest. Um, wow, place touched me like I've like any. Not you know, I've been to some amazing places on the bike. I'm very lucky to have you know toured many beautiful places but norway oh my god what an incredible place amazing people and yeah we were there i was very proud to have um we did it on my own bike and we went all the way from the uk through germany very close to where you live actually Seb, all at right one point okay yeah all the way through denmark up to norway up to the arctic circle as well so past the uh, lofoten islands which i know i'm pronouncing that wrong i think it's lofoten islands we did about just over 5,000 miles in the end on the bike. And oh, it was just fantastic. It was absolutely brilliant. And I didn't think about VR once in three weeks. It was just, you know, it was like that kind of trip where you were just completely just, you know, wowed by where you were. Yeah, it was fantastic. Perfect. So wow. you did not bring your Quest 2? No, I never do that, really. <laughs> if I'm that makes on a sense. Trip, yeah. The thing, the thing is, VR for me, the whole point of VR is escapism. And right. Why would I want to escape a holiday? It makes no yeah. sense. You know, the yeah, whole point. So, yeah. right. so for me, the only way, only reason why I'd ever use VR is to kind of just immerse myself in a, an environment that I'd, I'd love to be in or imagine something or in, enjoy a game. But I would never recommend if anyone goes on a holiday, spend time with friends, spend time being in the real world because you'll just love VR when you get back again. You know what I mean? It's, it's don't take your headset with you. I, I wouldn't recommend that. Just enjoy where you are, you know, and, you're My totally God. right. I'm going to uh, post a video of the Norway trip. I don't think anyone's going to watch it because it's nothing to do with my channel at all, but I don't <laughs> care. I'm going to do it anyway. Um, and it'll probably be like a two hour video of like everywhere we went and stuff. Wow. And, I can't know, wait. Just... I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people watch your channel for you more than for the content. 
So well, if they maybe are I don't know. I'm not sure you, about that. But... <laughs> well, yeah, we'll see. But uh, yeah, but yeah, it was on on my. I probably I'm not sure if I said, but it was on a motorcycle trip. Um, Ikuma Games asked if it was a motorcycle. Yes, I, I we did it on on my uh, bike, and yeah, just very very proud of it really so that was the main thing i did in the summer i haven't really done much vr to be honest um even though my channel's gone berserk with videos that's the <laughs> yeah. only time yeah. i've really <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I like, actually, like oh they keep on coming like wow what's now yeah. with microsoft flat simulator <laughs> that's sim honestly it's it's gonna be the death of me one day it's just so many things going on with that sim um my channel has almost become just a microsoft flight simulator channel which is not really what i want it to be to be honest i like it to be about vr and sims in general but there's yeah. just so much going on so good right so many improvements particularly you know with performance and vr and everything that i end up having to just i, I like another day goes past and you know i'll look on my own my discord channel's amazing because they tell me before i know and i'm like oh no something <laughs> yeah. else just happened i've got to make a video of that let people know um but that's I, all I i've been doing really about I love it about your channel, though, because it's so targeted towards this thing. Everything you do is extremely interesting for the the, the people who are, who are subscribing to your channel. Exactly. That's a very, very unique approach that no, I don't think anybody else is doing it like that. So you oh, have a you. very loyal community. <laughs> I yeah. do have a question. Has there ever, has there ever, like the controller, the Quest controller support ever come to Flight Sim? I, I, yes. I was reading yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So it's like you can completely yes. use like no keyboard. Okay. You, you can control it. the whole aircraft with your Quest 2 controller if you want to. Wow. In fact, I did do a video on that somewhere. On, on oh, I need to watch the video. <laughs> yeah, and it's um, it, the haptic <laughs> feedback is better on that than it is when any other controller I found as well. And I've tried uh, the G2 controllers and the Pimax Saw controllers, which aren't that great anyway. But the Quest 2 controllers really do work very well, actually. And you can just sit back and just fly with like a you know your Quest 2 controller attached to the flight stick. It works really well, actually. It's very cool. So yeah, try it definitely. I will. It's an amazing yeah. app. Microsoft, Microsoft Flight Simulator is really unbelievable. You can do just yeah, this and nothing else. It's I think it's, all more than just, it's more than just a flight sim. It's it's far more than just that this time around. That what they've achieved in a bit of software is mind blowing. And I think for a lot of people, it's become, um, especially during lockdown as well, it was becoming quite a therapy for people. You know, just right. to be able to tour the world, explore, and yeah, it's it's quite incredible. But. But yeah, I haven't really been doing much of that, though, to be honest. Uh, the only kind of times I've been in VR is just to make a quick video and then I'm out of it again, which has <laughs> frustrated me, really. So I'm going to try and fix that a little bit um, and be a, a bit more sort of just get back into it again. But I think yeah. it's the general time of year. You know, summertime for me is usually very busy. I'm usually out all over the place. Uh, and now that, you know, the winter's setting in again, we're back home and it's sort Perfect. of the usual for grind. VR now. Yeah, I think VR is now going to be a, a bigger part of my life again sort of thing great but, and yes. now we can talk about it again yes i've got i'm so sorry to everybody watching this podcast i've absolutely no idea what the topics are today <laughs> uh, yeah. and i've been out of the loop for so long that i'm just gonna probably make a fool of myself but i don't care i've got my cup of tea i've got a beer and I'm just happy to be here talking about VR again. No, right? really, that's the it's point. Honestly, I myself don't quite know what we're going to talk about. We're just going to wing it. We're just going we are, to do it. Yeah. We all have a great time. Yeah. I'm not even worried. 
that's the point. Like, it's so nice to to see you all, to speak with you. We all love the topic, right? And yeah, we'll make an exciting show, even though we're not sure what exactly are we going to talk about. <laughs> so I'm not bigging <laughs> this show up really at the beginning there. So no, honestly, it, it's. I think the great thing about this podcast is that everybody in the chat and us three here can come together and just geek out and talk about yeah, VR. That's exactly. the most important thing. And I can't do that in my everyday life. I don't know that many people that are into VR still to be able to have a really Same. good conversation about it. So yeah. I, I know nobody just from this community, of course, but uh, from the normal people that I hang out with, no. I kind of do, but it's a slightly different direction. Like, so who? I That's met, cool. yeah. you know, so she used to be my professor. She is now my friend and she's from Poland and she's a Perfect. researcher in VR. So oh, wow. it's actually through her that I got into VR and the, well, not through her, I guess, but I've grown into the researcher that I am like when I graduated and she's now like family to me because so it's a little bit personal, but um, um, when the war started in Ukraine, um, my mom and her family decided that they will leave. And this friend of mine, who's from Poland, allowed them to stay in her place in Poland. That's so lovely. You know, wow. these it's beautiful, incredible. like human acts of kindness. It's it's uh, it's like heartwarming. I mean, in, in the worst times, this comes out quite often, right? It's like it's the worst time right now. And these things come out. It's like heartwarming. I love this. And she already went there and she met my mom and I haven't even seen my mom in over a year and she's seen her before I did. And so we just connected on many different levels. Like there's right. a cultural level. She's a wonderful person and we are both into VR, but because she works in academia, she's more of a um, 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 educational okay. uses of that, which I've started with that and now I'm in all kinds of <laughs> all kinds of stuff that's related to VR. But I am lucky to have at least one person who is connected to that. Uh, other than that, I'm just really looking forward to attending some in-person conferences because I've heard that those are the pla the best places to geek out, geek out about everything VR related. I'm going to Lissabon to join Augmented World Expo next week. So for all for anyone who's in Lis in Lisbon, I'll be there. Oh, yeah. that's great. Wow, so agreed. Cool. So totally agreed. Um, to go to these conferences is amazing. It's there where you make those incredible connections that will put new VR headsets on your table. <laughs> it's it's true. It's it's really true. It's it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, Steve, is there everything you want to say, or is there anything more that you want to share with us? Um, yeah, probably just mention on my channel soon. There will be some exciting stuff happening. I'm going to have a behind the scenes trip with Vario. I'm going to be going literally next, not next week, the week after to see them. So I'm looking forward to that. Also, I'm getting an RTX 4090 system oh, um, coming again any day. So I'm going to be testing that out. I'm really intrigued to see what it's going to be like in VR, particularly the 4090 series graphics cards. Oh, wow. It does have DISS3, as we all know, we're excited about, but whether that's what that's how that you know how is that going to be translated to VR and whether it's even compatible with VR since it does a very similar thing to motion reprojection I'm intrigued for that so I'm going to do a series of tests um, I think even just from the sort of raw horsepower of that card we're going to get a decent Im uh, sort of improvement but we'll see and yeah of course as well the Pimax crystal is making its way over to me as well so 
I'm really looking forward to sort of showing you, I guess, it from a flight simulator perspective. In fact, you're very lucky, actually, because you're going to have Seb from a sort of gaming perspective and then me from a flight simulator perspective. I will so do I'm, all the things that I yeah. always do. <laughs> so, yeah, so I think you're going to get a really good rounded picture of that headset and rest assured we're both going to be as completely honest about it as possible i've got my reservations about it i've had a chat with pimax about it as well i've had a good bit of a, meet, a meeting thing like a bit of an informal chat we was chatting for about two hours about it in the end and it's going to be interesting to see how they're going to pull this one off and yeah just stay tuned i'm so excited about that headset and to, to, to reveal all once i get it as well so yeah same, some pretty same. pretty amazing things happening so cool yeah. Cool. Perfect. I have one question about the 4090 system. What do you believe? How many frames per second are you going to get more? <laughs> I think, <laughs> right, this is the hammer blow. I think I'm going to get, this is incredible, I'm going to get 2.7 frames per second more in VR. <laughs> oh, no. This is unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> we shall see. But I, yeah. I'm not expecting much, actually. Okay. Um, and I think anyone who's thinking of upgrading their GPU, please, for the love of God, upgrade your power supply to an ATX 3.0 series uh, because there's going to be a lot of power going through those connectors. And I'm, I've got a feeling there's going to be some some very bad accidents uh, with the 4090 if you're not careful. Don't just plug it into your, you know, conventional power supply even if you think it's got enough power just make sure it's compatible first because this thing is it's gonna sap all the power it, you know ever known to man <laughs> just to run it so got be it. very careful right agreed yeah okay cool steve i'm so, we're so happy to have you back here on the podcast so, so welcome back <laughs> yeah it's great to be back and uh, yeah. as i say it's an exciting time i think this next period autumn and winter got a lot to show yeah, i've also got something else secret that i'm going to show next week on the channel by the way uh, i've been working with the royal air force wow to, to, to do something <laughs> uh, i've wow. been at RAF coningsby and it's related to vr and there's a project going on at the moment that's completely secret and it's related to their pilots as well and i've been involved with that project sounds so, amazing really wow, excited to awesome. show that off and it should be on the channel next week perfect wow lots of things going on on vr flat sim guide channel so go there and absolutely subscribe to his channel please it's do. really it's great it. it's really good a lot of a kind <laughs> yeah yeah it's such a, a niche within a niche it's what i do on the channel is 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 like you said tatiana it's quite unusual and it's not the mainstream and i think our little community that i've built i'm very proud of it and I think we can all just geek out together and, and that's know, what we do here on the channel. We absolutely geek out together and <laughs> we make videos about every little detail, right? Like I'm now doing about the Pico 4 and I love it. So, but now Tatiana, tell us what you have been up to in the last two weeks since we did not see each other. Um, you know, this is such an interesting time, probably the last weeks and now days before things will go completely bonkers. Um, I found myself in <laughs> Why this, are things know, going to go bonkers? I mean, there will be the connect event, yeah, the right. other things will be getting announced and we will be receiving more cool stuff because, you know, I'm, I'm a little out of the loop right now without the 
Pico in my hands. <laughs> so I'm still working on getting them to send it to me to the US, which will happen. But as of now, I do have a little bit of this spare time to, you know, to, to prepare for it's going to come. So I've been spending some time in Bone Lab, making some content on Bone Lab. <laughs> and I was jumping into this rabbit hole of all the different opinions. Uh, what do you think, by the way? I wonder, Steve, like, have you played Bone Lab? No, in fact, I really enjoyed your video of it the other day, the love-hate thing. <clears throat> yeah, can I, can yeah. I also just say as well, your content is so professionally done now. Like, your editing is amazing. Like, ah. really, really. I also great. want to second that. Yeah, I, oh, I've, not I've noticed a huge quality shift. Not like it was rubbish before. Of course, it wasn't. But now it's like, whoa! I, I don't know how. If I to, to edit something that good, it would take me years. <laughs> to do oh. I, I do believe it, it's taking Tatiana quite a while to make these videos, right, Tatiana? It, it, it it's shows. like they're so well done. It, Come it, on, it are you kidding me? Oh wow! Thanks so much, guys. Like it, it really means a lot because I sometimes right. I feel so self-conscious because i feel like maybe i'm not producing enough content and i'm not ke keeping up with people who can make like three videos in one afternoon but uh, mm. at the same time like from the very early days you know i i do hope that my quality has been like improving but i've always prioritized quality over quantity either in like actual content. <laughs> i'm laughing because <laughs> i'm the opposite of that i just sit <laughs> on all the time i've got something in my head i just basically make a video and go yeah that'll do but sometimes it works because you know there's this saying all the all the things that are worth doing are worth doing poorly yeah better than nothing <laughs> at all i like that yes. <laughs> no really because, it's, like, it's, it's not like that you're doing things poorly it's like it's better to do something that, yeah, I in, see what you mean. Sub, even supper quality than not doing it at all. Like, you know, I was giving this example, like if you're too lazy to brush your teeth, like it's better to brush it for 30 seconds than not to brush them at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if there's something you want to get out, it's better to get it out, even if the quality is not so good than not doing it at all. So I've been like trying to do that. Um, but so what was I, what was I talking about before that? <laughs> you were talking about bone lab. Oh, yeah. I, I want yeah. to say, Sorry. I want to say like, yeah, great video and uh, Bone Lab. It's good to make content about it. Like I made just one video. Like okay, Bone Lab in Pico. It took me fifteen minutes to make it and twenty thousand views out of the first day. Like okay, I should <laughs> make amazing. more Bone Lab content probably. <laughs> mm. um, uh, another cool. video is coming on my channel tomorrow. If you're curious, if you're if you're playing Bone Lab on Quest and you want to know how you can mod it from your Quest without PC, then this is something that will come out tomorrow and that will be probably <laughs> what that'll be probably the last video made before the meta connect thing and probably everybody will be talking about that after that uh so yeah things have been i would say a little bit slower now but i'm just in preparation for what's about to come and i'm probably going to be live streaming the meta connect i've never done it before so i don't know how it's oh, going cool. to go <laughs> It's gonna go but well, I, I can tell you. I think it's really fun to, to you know to to watch it live and to interact with people, kind of to share the emotions. Same. Same. I think there's gonna be many different emotions. And yeah. So um so that's what's been happening with me. Great. Um, just looking forward just, to Oh actually just to answer your question about Bone Lab, by the way. Um I haven't bought it yet. I'm tempted to, but I think anyone who's gonna moan about it, I think it's because 
they haven't done enough research on it and it's a very unusual type of experience you, you could call it a tech demo in a way but i think it no, is showing where really vr but some people I can, I can understand why people are saying that yeah um, because they only play the first two hours and then don't go through it you know yeah, like you have to go through it i think what they're, they're put the way they're pushing the boundaries of vr and the physics involved is fantastic and i think i will buy it eventually it's interesting how a lot of people are saying they're getting motion sick as well because oh yeah the, that's uh, true though <laughs> that yeah. is true though uh -huh. are you feeling that as well because i'm I, I felt you know like i do have vr legs obviously right i'm in vr yeah. since 2016 yeah. or before mm -hmm. that but this game unfortunately is a bit tough on the mm -hmm. stomach you can get used to it i got used to it now but it, this is not a game for beginners Mm -mm. No. Yeah, I, I kind of, yeah, I guess that. Yeah. You know what's interesting, though? When I made that video and I'm saying that, you know, you either love it, you hate it. That's like such polarized opinions. And then I was like the comment section of my video is actually like the, the clear depiction of that. Because there's one guy saying, oh, no, it's not polarized. 99% love Bone Lab. It's the best what, game ever. Kind of and then literally point. the next comment after that, I hate Bone Lab. <laughs> <laughs> Go. Yeah, there's a proof right there. But this kind of polarizing—is uh, it called polarizing? These games, yeah. right? If you yeah. you love it or you Vision, hate it, actually, yeah. that is a good thing. It's a good thing, yeah. Because it will give you more. It will give it more attention, right? It will give it like discussion and engagement, and that's why it blows up. Like when you make a bone lab video, or that's why it's going to be so successful because so many people have strong feelings about it. Like it's it's better to yeah to be like a topic where people fight about it. It's that's why it gets so much attention and it's a good game in my opinion. <laughs> so yeah. Yes, yes, Bone Lab. It's incredible how they managed to port this over to the quest, isn't it? Really. If you think about incredible the, the, the physics involved, it's yeah. what's under the hood, all that other stuff going on. Um I know it can be a bit janky sometimes, can't it? I mean I've I've just been watching videos. I haven't played it myself, but obviously sometimes you can get your arms stuck in walls and things. But I think is that part partly due to the fact that maybe you have to think about it differently than other games. You're not just kind of floating around, but you're kind of a, a, a physical being. It's real. In, yes, in it's, it's world. you're a real physical being. Yeah. And so you get stuck, like in real life. In real <laughs> yeah, life, you get stuck I, too. All the time <laughs> to me. It's very embarrassing, especially work. But uh, that's the thing that confused me a little bit, because there were a little bit of false expectations when I was listening. This impeccable physical interaction, so yeah. real. And then, you know, you're in there and you're trying to lift a heavy rock or something and your real hands are like above your head, but your VR hands are still right here. Yeah. Yeah, and nah, it's really yeah. confusing because you're like, yeah. come on, like lift it. And it wouldn't. Yeah. And but, then but like, it, this shows you, yeah, I know. But this shows you like, okay, this is heavy. But if you could yeah. just put it up like nothing, okay, then it's, it's not real. I liked so, how was it yeah. Saints and Sinners that did that with the axe. They also, they also do that, yeah. And yeah, yeah, I like that feeling. But obviously, time's a thousand in this yeah but, uh, right mm -hmm. yeah i mean i'm intrigued by that i, I definitely i'm gonna buy it eventually just when i get a chance have more you time. should do it yep. yeah tatiana anything more um i don't think so i think we're ready to jump in are okay. you tell us about your week oh yeah lots of videos lots of things to talk about it's it's the mrtv time right it's always when there's new hardware people want to know so many things about the hardware and i'm going to give them to you <laughs> so so yeah so i make all kind of videos i made the video 
about the Bone Lab and the Pico 4, how well does PC VR streaming work, right? I have the I have Gigadon's virtual desktop on the device. It's going to come out on 13th of, of October, and everyone who has a Pico 4 should get virtual desktop because it's incredible. Yeah, then I played some Project Cars 2 on the Pico for the sim-loving people to show them, yes, it works. But then my takeaway was it works, but... If you have like another headset with a direct um, PC connection, like with DisplayPort, that is going to be better because you'll get more frames per second, right? Because if you do streaming, somehow there is going to be compression and the quality is not as good as if you have this, this pure PC VR connection via DisplayPort. So that was the outcome there. Yep, then I made this through the lens video and that was quite exciting. Through the lens video comparison between the Pico 4 and the Quest 2 and no surprises here, the Pico 4, it destroys the Quest 2. It's it's just so much better. It, it, of course, right? This is new and the Quest 2 is like a two-year-old hardware and this has huge, huge lenses. <laughs> I, I, did, love, yeah, I couldn't believe how big like, those lenses like are. Huge. <laughs> those lenses are huge. <laughs> I need like Pimax to show Pimax lenses in a, a par or something. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. so huge. They are <laughs> they are truly huge. Uh -huh. huge. They are really big. Look at that. That's crazy. Yeah, they wow. are really big. So yep, huge, huge lenses. So the through the lens comparison was kind of telling and especially for that um, God ray problem. So you can see God rays on the Quest 2, not as bad as on the Valve Index, right? But here there's no God rays. But what you have is some some kind of glare, but it's not as as bad as the God rays of, of the Valve uh, of the Valve Index and of the Quest 2. So yeah, watch that video, that through the lens video. It's it's telling. Mm -hmm. Yep. Then we had an amazing video from my teammate Marco. He did the the wireless um, comparison between virtual desktop and the Pico streaming assistant, like the Airlink that is built in there from from Pico. And yeah, virtual desktop is winning easily. And today I made a video about this here, the Bobo V Bobo VR uh, dock. Yeah. So you can you 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 won't have any battery problems anymore. Whenever your battery is like finished, you just add one of those cool batteries and you're good to go again. And it's amazing. Thank you, Kurt, mm -hmm. for the two Australian dollars. <laughs> yes. For being a pickle. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So lots of um, pickle content. You're going to get more content next week. I will do the content that you all want. You know, Microsoft I know you want. Simulator. Do it. Microsoft Flight Simulator. <laughs> My, I, I will do Microsoft Flight Simulator, but yeah, I can already tell that. you, I can already tell you right now. No, go for the Pico Neo 3 Link, for example, yeah, or go for yeah. the G2, right? Because this exactly is a game. This is a game that needs so much power, and yeah. like having to compress the picture before, it will just take away from it. So, yeah, it works, but oh, do you just know what, go. Seb? I got just, so much shit for that on my channel. I, why? I made, I made a video saying that same saying that, even though I haven't tried it, I, I just knew it anyway. Yeah. It was obvious just because <laughs> of the specs. And yeah. people were like, how dare you say that about the PK4? Yeah. You, you don't know anything. <laughs> okay, okay. I will, I will try it, though. Probably yeah. it surprises me. I, I'm going to use the cable connection because you can also do USB-C streaming, right? Just what you can do with, with the Quest 2. And people use the Quest 2 for Microsoft Flight Simulator, right? So... I will do it. I will check it out. But it I look think fantastic. It still look. It'll still okay. look amazing. Okay. Okay. So, so it will. It will look better than on the Quest Two that I can tell you, right? Because of the bigger FOV and of the lenses. But probably, most probably, G Two 
users do not have to get this for that. But I will find out. This is what I'm going to find out next week. This is my my research topic. Yeah, very scientific I'm channel looking here. Looking forward to that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna just I just jump in really quickly and be annoying because. Yeah. One thing that is really crucial about uh, headsets like the PK, like the Quest, that you know, basically you're going to experience video compression. If you're playing a game, um, you're not going to notice it as bad as a flight sim. A flight sim is the true test of any VR headset because you're looking at really tiny gauges. You're looking really far out in the distance. You've got a right. massive open world. That's when you can see the issues in any VR headset, even, even like... The Vario Aero. The other day, I was flying in a really like dark scene. It was like a well, not dark, sorry, cloudy scene, and I could actually see for the first time a slight bit of mirror on the lenses. I've never seen that before. Okay, it's because of the certain lighting within the sim, and I think it, that you know, I'm not just being biased here. I promise you, but uh, a flight sim is the best way to test the lenses of any VR headset, particularly for compression. You might not be able to notice it. I think for most people, the Pico Four would be fan a fantastic viable option for gaming you know general gaming it's going to look amazing i'm hopefully one day I'd love it, to try it does it it's, it's really nice good. i have a good time here with the device it's my daily driver now but it, but it's just those small gauges the things that you need the real clarity that you need in a flight sim that's where it really tests the vr headsets the best yeah i yeah. think i will try it i will try it and also like many people want to see the USB-C connection uh, to the PC, I will do that, and I will, yeah, I will check it out with the Microsoft Flight Simulator. So, lots of exciting things to look forward to here on MRTV, and very soon this channel is going to break the seventy thousand subscribers mark. Yes, awesome. so I'm looking very forward to reach that goal, and then of course hundred thousand. <laughs> yes, so please, um, yeah, share this with your loved ones, with your children, with your pets. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, please subscribe to the channel. It's very good. Yes, very, very good. Okay. Yeah, so that's what I've been doing, like doing lots of things here with the Pico 4. And I really like this headset a lot. It's a great headset. I love the look of it. I love yeah, it looks, so it looks so Ready Player One, right? What, what's the longest session you've done in it so far, Seb? Yeah, probably because the battery issues, like it's more like a two hours headset, like the okay. Quest 2. It's like Quest. Mm -hmm. it's, it's exactly like Quest. Probably a bit longer, but yeah. But now <laughs> I have the battery oh, solution, right? So now I can play as long as I want. So I will do longer sessions now just to check it out more. Mm -hmm. Yes, so that's our roundabout, like talking about what we did. And now we can start with the topics. And... Yeah, let's start with the, the Pico 4. I, I do want to get your opinions and your thoughts about it. I know you have not tried it yet, but you know about it. You know the price, 429 euros. Um, you know the specs, right? The, the kind of next-gen specs with the pancake lenses and the high-resolution displays, the store, lots of games in it. So uh, what are your general thoughts, Tatiana, about this headset? Well, I mean, I, I, I've sort of shared some of my thoughts last time I was in the show. So right. I think that it yes. still it still stays the same. I think it's a very promising headset. I'm really looking forward to giving it a try. And uh, I do think that it's targeting like uh, the current Quest 2 users because it offers like it's better in every way, basically, but it's cheaper now. And 
um, like doesn't have with the strings that were attached to Quest 2. I'm really looking forward to it. Like I've heard, most of the things I've heard were, were very promising. <laughs> that's, cool. that's nothing new. And my opinion hasn't changed, but I do hope that very soon I'll, I'll have my own hands-on testing. So if you're interested in, you know, a different perspective on it, as someone who hasn't had this early, early reviewed, so it'll be extremely uh objective <laughs> on everything so yeah that's that's definitely something i'm looking forward to great by the way i'm also very objective even though i like it but um yeah i'm i'm, I'm looking forward to see your oh, content as well of course i didn't i didn't mean that yours wasn't <laughs> objective so okay, good. good to know good to know <laughs> yeah <laughs> so steve what, what are your thoughts about the device i mean you are in oh. in the uk you could buy it right it's it's available for you honestly i was like Pancake lenses, yes. Lightweight, really comfortable, yes. Display I know what you're port cable, it. display, display. Display uh, port. No, oh no. Yeah. I'm, I'm, honestly, I'm heartbroken. Yeah, I was the same. I, I had the same feeling, honestly I speaking. I, I, this, I sent you an, a, a WhatsApp message almost in tears going, why? <laughs> why could they not fit that on there? I'm like, yeah. oh, I, I'm sure there's a technical reason, which I have no idea why, probably because it mm. is so light or maybe because, you know, it's a, it's a big, hefty thing you'd add on to it. I don't know. We are not the target <sighs> audience. Well, yes, I know that, but why? It's not the, it's not the flat simmers. It's, it's, it's the, the, the people who go to Walmart. How dare they? Sorry, <laughs> they guys. <laughs> Sorry. You're right. You're right. But God, you know, we need a pancake lens design headset just like this with a display port connection. Yeah, we're and gonna get it. We're gonna get it. Yep, I know it already. I mean, not a... from Pico, but I know it's, it's <laughs> happening soon and uh, you will see it on MRTV. Yeah, that's what I wanna see, really. And, yep, uh, we're I'm gonna get just, it. I'm just gutted that it, it didn't make it into the Pico 4. But apart from that, what a, what a fantastic headset. I nearly yeah. did buy it. I, I was so All tempted right. to. If it wasn't for the fact I had a Quest, I got a Quest 2. That does everything I need it to do. I don't think buying that for me, for my weird, uh, you know, sort of case scenario where I play the occasional games, but mainly I'm flying and doing that. I, I just think for me, it wouldn't make sense. But yeah, what a fantastic headset. I'm really impressed with it, but I just, I'm so frustrated. I didn't have that, you know, display port connection. Right. I, I get it. I totally get it. And I had the same feeling as well. But then I thought like, okay, this is competing against the Quest 2. It's going to get so many more people into VR and we're all going to win. The whole industry is going to win. So this is great. And uh, yeah, once I tried virtual desktop on it, by the way, this channel is not supported <laughs> by virtual desktop. I just really love it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, um, I was uh, convinced, right? And I, I love this now because also thanks to virtual desktop, I can do all the PC VR stuff in an amazing quality, just like on the Quest 2, but better because of the huge lenses and, and the better displays and the better comfort. So virtual desktop has made this my go-to device. Before I thought like, okay, cool, amazing, another headset for beginners, but now even me as uh, a geek, yeah, I'm happy about it. Yeah, but so probably not for Microsoft Flight Simulator. That I must say, I agree with you, um, Steve. Probably not for that. I will try the USB-C wide connection. It will be better than the Quest 2, but probably not going to win against the G2 or the Aero. So that's something to keep in mind. So yeah, totally, totally agree with you, Steve, <clears throat> yeah. If it wasn't for that, 
I think, you know, the PK4, for most people, that doesn't matter, does it, really? And even for the the odd sort of messing around in a flight sim and then playing Beat Saber and all this, it's great for all of those things as a general headset. I think for most people, it wouldn't right. be such an issue. But for a hardcore user like me, yeah, it's not doesn't really make the most sense. So, Sebastian, you're using yeah. it mostly for PC VR because you can use that library, right? Because exactly. we don't really have those, like, we're not, we can't transfer Oculus games to Pico. So that's actually a big problem i think for users because most have already invested a lot right. of money to expand right. their library and now agreed it's a, it's yeah. like uh, yeah it's it's like if you want to change from android to iphone for example right you have this or, or the other way around right so you have already or you already have this library and then you have to you're going to another system but in my opinion that's all right because you can still keep your quest too to play those games that you bought before, right? And then for new games, you can simply buy them here on the on the Pico store, for example. Or if you have some old Rift games that you still want to play, you can still play them on the Pico because virtual desktop again it allows you to Don't play. <laughs> it allows you to play your Rift games as well. So oh, okay. that is that is pretty cool. So that is pretty mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, right. Yeah, super exciting. Just want to know your opinions and thoughts about the Pico 4. And I'm looking forward when lots of people are going to have it in their hands very soon. I like the build quality as well, by the, the way. It looks, it's, it looks it's, really good. The quality actually. is fantastic. The quality is amazing. Actually, the controllers, I really like the look of them and the design yeah. of them. Mm. By the way, I'm going to do a video next week um, about how people in the US can buy this without problems. So. That's, that's that's something cool. that you can look forward to for next week. And Marty, are you gonna get involved? <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> so that's that's gonna be exciting. Yeah. Is, is tracking decent on it as well? Tracking I mean, is absolutely yeah. decent. Just like on the Quest Two, just like on the Pico Neo Three. So yes, it's good. And oh, one more thing I need to ask. Sorry, the audio. What's the audio like? The audio. The Quest? audio. The audio is better than on the Quest Two. Is it? Because the Quest it 2 is. is not bad. How exactly, fun? exactly. The, the audio is better than on the Quest 2. So and the microphone? The microphone, it sounds like the Index microphone. Yeah. It is yeah, amazing. I, I saw that video. It, yeah. it is really, really an amazing microphone. So, yeah, it is a really good headset for a great price. And I'm happy that there is now competition for Meta. And honestly speaking, I do think this is going to give the Quest 2 a run for its money, for sure. There's no question about it. Yep. So mm. let's see where that goes. Very promising. Very promising indeed. Yeah, so let's, now let's go to the meta topics. 11th of October is coming. And 11th of, oh, 11th of October means we're going to, yeah, see the Connect show. And in that show, we are most probably going to, no, 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 not most probably, for sure, we're going <laughs> to find out everything about Project Cambria. Is it going to be called Quest Pro according to the hotel leaks? We think yes, <laughs> but who knows? Who knows? Probably there was an early sample which was like with this uh, Quest Pro moniker, but we don't know yet. We don't know. So we're going to find out um, on 11th October in that show that's going to happen in Horizon Worlds, funnily. The, <laughs> the platform <laughs> that even Meta engineers and meta um, employees don't like to be in that's one interesting um, news interesting leak that we heard from meta that the 
um, yeah, the person who is responsible for the Horizon World, he sent out an email to all of the employees, guys and girls, you have to use Horizon Worlds more, right? Because this is our product. This is our product that we want the people to love. But if you don't love it yourself, <laughs> how are you supposed, how That's are other people supposed <laughs> to love Horizon Worlds, <laughs> right? And then a couple of weeks back, another email from the same guy he said like, guys, <laughs> you did not improve. You did not um, <laughs> spend more time in Horizon Worlds. What's up? So they're yeah, not man. using it themselves, but they're going to do the meta connect in it. <laughs> Anyways, that's just cool. a funny thing to talk about. Oh. Yeah. So, so what we are expecting the the Quest Pro, and well, we got some more leaks now, and let me share with you my screen. And let me share with you um, that Road to VR article. So we see uh, uh, an, anim an animated GIF here from Immersed, the app that lets you put your 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 um, screens into VR. And we see three different modes. So obviously we have the VR mode, and we have the mixed reality mode, and we see um, complete pass-through, color pass-through. So everything that we thought the device could do, yes, it can do. And we have some menu that is attached to the user's arm. So yeah, nothing nothing out of the ordinary, nothing that we, uh, yeah, is a surprise to us. But also we see the form factor just as in the leaked pictures from Brad. Hello, Bradley, again, I see you here in the chat. Nice to see you here. So yeah, everything exactly as in the leaks. Also, how the device looks like. Also, um, directly from the from from the meta code, we found another leak. So they they leaked it they leaked it themselves somehow. How it looks the device and exactly how Bradley leaked it. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts, um, Tatiana? What are we going to find out at Meta Connect about Hold the device? On, I'm a little bit curious about this uh, leak from. Um, uh, one got immersed 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 was it a controlled leak how did they just leak something that's so top secret if they're in collaboration with them uh, and they just uh, leaked yeah. it Thank oops like not a big deal what's it was going a company on? it was a company blog post where they showed did something of the mixed reality capabilities of their own app and well they used the device which was unfortunate obviously they deleted it then but okay. yeah right well uh i wouldn't even be surprised if it was in some way controlled because that's just another confirmation that this headset seems to be really targeting the productivity and work rather than um gaming just everything is pointing in that direction yep form factor seems like lighter and smaller and it's interesting how i don't really see like on the second picture you can see that the headset and the strap are like connected Okay, so my headset is over there. So I don't really see that little thing that would control how your headset goes up or down. It's kind of like I can see that it's connected to the head strap like a solid piece. Okay. Um, so do, do you know what I mean? No. <laughs> no? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> to be perfectly oh honest, God. I'm not exactly sure what you're talking about. Um, so the head strap yes. and the headset, they seem to be like a... Ah, solid, solid one. It's not, not oh. like, like the Quest 2. I totally got it. I totally got it. Yes. Yeah. So 
that's Solid. something that right. kind of saw it. So I wonder how that would feel on your head if you can't like because I constantly adjust like the angle of right. the head strap and the headset. Doesn't seem like maybe I'm wrong though, but it doesn't seem like this is something you'll be able to do here. I'm all about comfort. And if there's a better in the back or in the front, um, like if they connect the if if it's basically the type of thing that you can't change the head strap. Swivel says Hussein X exactly. Oh, no yes, swivel. then it's going to be yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, got it. Got it. So yeah, let's see how that's gonna go. Um, what what do you think about the device? So what what do you think, um, Steve? Is it something that you are going to be excited about the um, Quest Pro? I yes and no, really. Like <laughs> it looks, it doesn't look very desirable from everything I've seen so far of it. It kind of looks a bit weird looking, and that's just a personal point of view. It, it does that doesn't even matter, does it really, in the conversation? But I just thought from my point of view, it just looks a little bit. Not very desirable. I think like okay. it looks uncomfortable almost. I'm sure it isn't. Mm. I'm it sure it's going to be ex uh, not. It's going to be comfortable. I think. Yeah, I, just, I, really I don't know. So. Just doesn't look like it's going to be that comfortable. But I'm sure. Yeah, they, they know they, what they're doing. But I think what I would be excited about is I think the next thing for my use case scenario. I'd love to have um, sort of pass through. Obviously, pass through is now. Oh. It's becoming more of a thing. This now is going to be good. I think. The yeah, pass through is going to be amazing. Quality. Um, I think up until this point, Vario with their XR3 have always been the leaders in the pass through side of things. But I think that is very quickly becoming um, not so much of a sort of expensive uh, accessory, is it? Especially now we've got the Pico 4 and the pass through, and that looks absolutely incredible. I, I did watch your video on that. It, I was mind, I was blown away with that. And if I could somehow uh, set the pass through to be able to see what I'm doing, you know, like my keyboard or something like that, that would be fantastic. I would love to have that option. And if anyone's going to do it in their software, it'll be meta to be because they're fantastic. They have the best engineers to be able to produce the best software ever. I always, I've always thought that it's pretty obvious. Um, you know, they are brilliant at that. So to have that ability to be able to move that pass through around, if they, if we could do something like that with this headset, that'd be really cool. Um, and yeah. also, obviously, I'd love to see a DisplayPort connection on it with those pancake lenses. That would be really cool as well. So I am very intrigued by it. Would, am I going to buy one? Probably not. Very unlikely. Um, because really, let's face it, with the Varia Aero, uh, I'd have to have something that at least equals that uh, or gives me something of a better experience or different experience. That's probably where the pass-through uh, thing is for me. I'd like to see that color passer and how I would be able to use it in a flight sim terms, you know, in looking at my hardware. But I'm, I'm, you know, I think Meta, obviously on the back of Oculus, have the best software programmers out there to be able to eke every bit of performance out of VR. So it'd be interesting to see where they go with it and what mm -hmm. kind of specs we're going to see. Agreed. But, yeah. Uh, you know what? I think it's going to have DisplayPort. Because I think it's, it might. I, I've because, got a feeling it might have. As yeah, well, because it's it's it. it's an expensive it high end sense. device, right? I I believe I truly believe that it's going to cost a thousand five hundred dollars. Really? Right? This 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 is really not this is really not for gamers. This is really not for the mainstream. This is truly going to be something that is for um yeah for work for the workforce. <laughs> they mm -hmm. yeah, but they know yeah. it's not really going to be there. Like, no, yeah, I, I'm just saying but, that. 
Yeah, but, but they know that VR gamers are yeah, the most Yeah, hardcore. obviously, I will buy People it. You're going to buy it. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're going to buy it. Andy. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> but yeah. like, would VR gamers spend, if you say that it's going to be $1,500, would they spend the $1,500 on something like this that can play games? But yes, but definitely. it is focused can, on right. on the productivity. Or would they spend this money to buy just a high end PC VR headset so that they don't overspend on some okay. features that they are not going to be using? Right. right. Um, and instead, yeah. you know. Yeah, we have to find we have to find out how good is it going to be for gaming. If this can do Display Port, I believe lots of people might be excited to pay thousand five hundred dollars because people even pay two thousand five hundred dollars for a Vario Aero and they still have to buy the base stations. But here, mm. but here yeah. they get everything already included, right? The controllers and the controllers are better. They can track themselves. They have force feedback. That is going to be good. It's going to be a very Comfortable headset, I'm quite sure about it. And it has the cool pass-through. So, yeah, it is an exciting headset. It can play all this, all the Quest 2 games, I believe. Why not? Right? So, yeah, I do believe there is some, there is a market f for the high-end gamers, PC VR gamers. Yeah, we will have to find out about the DisplayPort, though, if it really is there or not. If not, People are going to get the Pico 4. I mean, people will get the Pico 4 anyways because it's so cheap and good. But there is uh, still a market for, for this year, I think. I mean, imagine if it came out with this, you know, display port, but also with an OLED screen or something like that. No. That would be a hammer blow. I know it's not going to happen, but I yeah. mean, it would be amazing. That Then it would be an instant buy for a lot of people, really, wouldn't it? But for £1,500, you know, uh, it's not. I think a lot of people will buy this, definitely. Um a lot of Especially, people will or will not buy it. Will, 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 will. Yeah, I think so. Okay, hmm. I'm not sure about a lot of people. I don't think so. I'm coming from a different point of view. I think I'm coming from a very niche point of view. Right, uh, right. There's a lot of people in my Discord that would totally buy this if it had a display port, but simply because of the brand that they trust Oculus, they trust Meta, right. and they've been waiting for a pancake lens design uh, headset to come out for ages with a display port and i just know that people that i you know in my sort of weird little community they're, they'll they'll be all over this without a doubt and 1500 pound isn't a lot for them um because they've already spent four or five grand on a computer so yeah that makes so sense if, you know well if we already have leaks about quest 3 supposedly coming in next year wouldn't it make more sense for a display port to be in that headset if supposedly that headset would be like the next generation of quest and Quest is more gaming-focused headset. Why would they include it in this if it's not a gamer's headset? If they could offer it like a trading chip for Quest Three? Well, because like professional use cases, they would probably want to have a display port as well to have like more high-quality um, displays for whatever they do. Just like the Pico Neo Three Link, it was actually um, a business headset and some of those and they customers they wanted it they wanted to have the display port so i th i think it makes sense if it would come out with a display port this quest pro mm -hmm. yeah but i don't know we will, we will we will we will know that very soon but somebody <laughs> in chat also said like hey 
the lenses, then they are quite small yeah, compared are to the small. huge, huge lenses. <laughs> of but the another, but here's what I think about that. Okay. If this is indeed the headset that's um, going to be focusing on mixed reality experiences, maybe they assume that you don't need this kind of lenses if you're going to sort of mix your right. reality with virtual reality in the first place. You might right. even be able to see like this picture, I don't even see, like there must be so much light leak um, while wearing it and maybe they accounted for that and they didn't even think it would be a problem because maybe you're going to be mixing your reality and virtual reality in a way yeah, that you don't right. need that big lenses. Perhaps, who knows? Um, that would mean that it has a quite small FOV. We will find out about that. So what I think is interesting here in that leak, you can see um, there's a virtual reality um, gasket which will block the light. So you can take this off, the thing that I'm pointing out, pointing at mm -hmm. here right now, and then it becomes something like this without it. So that is interesting. That is a good, mm -hmm. good design, and we will be able to enjoy our VR experiences just like before. Yeah, Quest Pro. How expensive is going to be? Thousand five hundred dollars, probably. Yes. I just I can mm. imagine. Or like again. A flight sim with a meta headset with a display port things like the a asynchronous space warp my god i need another beer <laughs> um cheers yeah you know their software is better than windows mixed reality which we've had to deal with now for quite a while so i just know again my little community of people are gonna including me if they had a display port with that software it would make things like microsoft flights uh, flight simulator dcs x-plane uh, it would actually be it would run so much better on that than it would uh, with the sort of archaic software that we're having to deal with with the Riva G2. So that in itself is a, is a strong case, which no no other gamer VR gamer would ever think about. But it's 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 again it's the software side of things for me that excites me. Uh, right. With a new headset, which is Oculus Stroke Meta. <laughs> well, I know it's not Oculus anymore, but you know it's it's. It's in there. It's, their DNA is still in this in terms of their software. Let's see. Can Let's we, see how um, it goes. You guys are asking, talking about the display port. I wonder, we have, um, hold on, let me see, 214 people right now in the chat. How, for how many of you guys display port would be like a deal breaker or for how, yeah, you like whether there? you care or you don't care whether there's going to be a display port? Because I'm not a flight scene gal. <laughs> it's not as big of a deal for me as it is for you. But, you know, let's, I'm, I'm just curious. Do you mind, Sebastian, if we kind of ask the audience about that? Okay, let me do it. Let me set up the, um, the poll, right? Sure. So let me just, yeah, we'll take a moment. Because it is a good question. It would be great to have it. That's but also, question. like, if it is a $1,500 headset and it does have it, display port would you get it and if it's still that price but without a display port is it make enough difference for you to just not get it um because of that <clears throat> or is there a different reason okay let me set up it's funny like, i was playing half-life alex the other day on the quest having played it on the reeve of g2 and the variant arrow as well although i really sucked on the variant arrow because i was using the pimax all controllers and i just couldn't do anything with them but it looked amazing but I didn't really care about that. I actually enjoyed it better on the Quest because I was completely wireless. I didn't really care that the image quality wasn't as good because mm -hmm, it still looked mm -hmm. good enough. Yeah. So this is why 
I'm saying it from such a niche point of view. I think a display port for most people won't really matter in a sort of gaming context. But if you want mm. that real high resolution, real crisp quality picture, that's where it comes into its own. And of course, you get bet better performance. That's something we haven't mentioned. It takes a hell of a lot more for your graphics card to run uh, over Airlink or via USB, obviously, because the decoding that's needed. Now, I know 30, gra 30 series graphics cards are better at that now, but it's still a cost. It absolutely is still mm. a cost. If you if I compare the Quest 2 back to back with the Reverb, um, the Quest 2 is lower frame rates than the Reverb simply because of that DisplayPort connection. So you are losing out on precious frames as well. Mm -hmm. Right. But again, does it, most people don't really care about that, I don't think, unless you're a <laughs> weirdo. It's a great like perspective, me. though. It's important <laughs> to understand. Yeah. I mean, so I as well. <laughs> I did start the poll right now, and the poll yeah. question is: If the thousand five hundred US dollar Quest Pro does not have DisplayPort, will you still buy it? Until now, with fifty-six people having um, like cast a vote, yes, eighteen percent, and no, eighty-two percent, or now eighty-four percent. So, yeah, no, people don't want it without DisplayPort. How That's, interesting! I'm surprised. I'm wow, surprised me too. Care about it that much. Oh, nice one. I'm not. I'm feeling so weird now. I'm not <laughs> the only person. Yeah, people, people want DisplayPort. Well, maybe yes. you have the kind of target audience that you have the the audience yeah, of geeks who really you know care about and yeah, understand. Yeah, we we, we are geeky audience. But it's, it's important. <laughs> performance is as is as important as clarity. You you get better performance and better clarity with a DisplayPort. Those are two things that are so important in VR, obviously. You know, yeah. and once you see that proper image, that native image that you're, you know, being pumped out from your graphics card and it's not working so hard, there is a difference, a huge difference there. Right. Now it's 21% yes and 79% no. But the majority wants DisplayPort with this kind of money, if it's really $1,500. Yeah. Yeah. Probably they they surprise us. Who knows? Probably they, they say like, hey, cool, you know what? This is $800 and it can do everything. Buy it now. Who knows? We'll find out. We'll find out very, very soon. So it's going to be exciting. Um, Tatiana is going to stream it. Uh, me too. Steve, are you going to stream it too? <laughs> no one will care on my channel, but I'm going to watch one of you guys. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Hey, both, great. Watch both Together. of us. Have yeah, we'll both of us open, just chatting both of us. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that somehow. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, okay, cool. So your last chance to vote is now. So we need some more votes now in before I stop the, the voting and then before we go to the next topic where we're going to talk about the $99 D-Link AirBridge dongle from, from Meta, which is going to give users an easier way to use the Quest 2 wirelessly. Well, we'll find out. Guy Godin from Virtual Desktop has a different opinion according to his Twitter and we're going to read it out here for you hmm. so let me end the poll now so 23 percent are not going to no, not not going to buy it no 22 percent mm -hmm. out will will still buy it with a thousand five hundred dollars and no display board and 77 percent will say no i need a display port you're right for that money you definitely need it <laughs> yeah it's not right. expensive actually to, yeah. to, to add a display port it's not even that hard well obviously it is in terms of design philosophy but the, the actual hardware isn't that difficult so yeah right 
Yep, let's go to our next topic. And now we're going to talk about new hardware, new hardware for the Quest 2. So this $99 dealing dongle brings Quest 2 a dedicated Wi-Fi connection for PC VR gaming. So instead of having to buy your own Wi-Fi router, I mean, in general, most of us already have a Wi-Fi router. I, I truly believe everyone has a Wi-Fi router. But for those who who don't want to set up the Wi-Fi router or use the Wi-Fi router for playing Airlink, for playing their Quest 2 wirelessly, for playing PC VR games wirelessly, they can now get this $99 dealing dongle. They stick it into their computer and then they can play Quest 2 wirelessly. In general, it seems like a good idea, right? For people who don't understand much about um, Wi-Fi, who think it's too complicated to set up their their Wi-Fi system, they just stick this into their computer and then they're good to go. And it costs $99. So, mm -hmm. yeah, actually, it sounds good. It sounds good, but it sounds a bit expensive when yeah. when you actually know that the same device without the meta branding and without that specific firmware costs like $70. And what I think is interesting is what Guy Godin said. Guy Godin, in the chat right now, he is the um, developer of Virtual Desktop, right? The app that allows you to stream uh, wirelessly to your Quest 2 and to the Pico, for example. So let's have a look at what he thinks about it. Wow. Oh, $60, he says, <laughs> not $70, $60. Even better. Got the, he says, got the VR AirBridge for $150 um, Canadian dollars to give it a try. And the only thing it does is add more friction to the PC VR experience. It's worse than I thought. Setup was not plug and play. The Oculus app didn't see the dongle until a computer restart, even though Windows detected it. The instruction in the box don't tell you to restart your computer either, so users will get blocked. Number two, it creates a separate Wi-Fi SSID, but launching Link does not automatically switch to it. Users will need to manually switch to it before launching Link, then switch back after. <laughs> Number three, you might be wondering, why would I need to switch back and forth? Well, because the connection does not bridge the internet through your PC, so you have no internet when connected to it. <laughs> That's right. It's called a beep <laughs> air bridge. Wow, very emotional <laughs> but, about it. <laughs> but it does not bridge your internet, so you're out of internet if you're using that. That's insane. Yeah. Performance was on par with traditional Windows hotspots, wow. and by that I mean it sucked. <laughs> Random lag spikes every 10 seconds that caused the frame rate to dip. Switched back to my dedicated router and the issues disappeared. And I had internet again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Wow, wow. Oh, and if you are wondering, it does work with virtual desktop, but only through local discovery since you have no internet access. So it won't let you connect across local area networks. Save yourself $100 or more if out of the US and buy yourself a $40 dedicated router. Mm. Woo! <laughs> it's hard to Oof. argue with that. I can, really? I can just say the AirBridge has just been destroyed by Guy Godin, ah. who, who I absolutely trust 
who knows way more than we about Wi-Fi. What are your thoughts about it? I really hope that this is just a very unfortunate iteration of the product that should never have gone public. Like, I don't really dislike Meta products for what they are. They're most of the times like overpriced when you talk about accessories, but usually they they are the products that you can trust. They are the quality of their work. So this is actually something very um, uncommon, I think. I don't think they will leave it like this. I, I just want to believe that this is something they will fix. Yeah, hopefully. But anyways, Gigodan says, wait for more reviews, obviously. But for me, it's it's not worth, worth the cost as it stands. $100, yeah. And you can get a dedicated router for like $50, which will do a better job, apparently. What are your thoughts, um, Steve? I, I'm not sure if I can add anything to it. I mean, I think... Um that says it all, doesn't it, really? And I totally understand why it, it well, I, I, I would never think a thought of a, a product like this would even be a thing anyway, because why, why would you need it? I, you just buy a router or a different or a better one. Um, but I'm trying to think of a use case scenario that you'd you'd really need this, perhaps on a laptop if you're, what, away from home or something. Yeah, Does it actually work? Probably this could, this is a good, this is a good point. If you, yeah. mm -hmm. if you have, if you use if a laptop, be... you, you're, you're, you're out and about, Right, and yeah. you want to play Steam VR games? There's no router. You just use this thing and make this dedicated connection. I think that is a great use case, though. Mm -hmm. That's right? the only thing I'm thinking of. Yes, in terms yes. Of the, uh, you if know, you travel here, for most Andrew of us, says we're just, it. Yeah, we're, we're just basically, you know, in, a, in another room playing VR with the computer nearby. But obviously, yes. If you want to take your VR with you, as I said, not to. <laughs> start yeah, don't do it. Don't do, do it. Uh, you know that it. It probably would it be good for that, but if there's a lot of lag, if there's disconnection issues, and something like this needs to be plug and play, which it clearly isn't, uh, yeah, that that needs sorting out because the whole point is convenience, isn't it? That's what you're paying for here, yeah. and that clearly is not the case. So and you pay more, more than it costs. It's a lot of money. It. It's a lot. Yeah, hundred dollars is quite a lot. Yeah, I do see the case with the with the traveling, but yeah, do we do we really travel so much with VR? Well. I don't do it. <laughs> so yeah, that is the air bridge. I, I I mean they the only reason why I can think they would do it, they want to provide a reliable way for anyone to have the possibility to have this wireless connection without they need to rely on third party products because buying a router would be relying on third party products that's not made by Meta. So they kind of want to have everything to make users set on gaming, whether it's wired or wireless. So they provide this option. But if it doesn't work right, then it doesn't work right. So what's <clears> the point of buying it? Yeah, $400. Gigodan says, it could have been great if it was 40 or $50 yeah. and worked as expected and also automatically bridged internet from your PC. It would have made it easy for forks. That, that makes sense, right? If you would just plug it in, everything works. You don't have to yeah. do any settings. You that's, have internet, yeah. which we kind of need. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but yeah. So, yep. It's it really seems like this is one. This is one of the few made-for-meta products which does not live up to the great meta name, right? They have really made a good name for themselves. Yeah, that's right? what surprises me too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This agreed. Just doesn't agreed. sound like a finished product. Exactly. So, yeah, that's a bit sad, but good good that we have these shows, good that we have people like Gigodin who, who really knows stuff and who shares his knowledge with us. Probably we have just saved some people $100.
So yeah, 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 yeah. So Giga D has to tell us which 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 cheap router, which costs like fifty dollars, would you recommend people to buy? Probably just let us know in the comment section. And actually, this is a video that I want to make, Guy, right? So send me a message with three routers, and I will I will make a video about it for for Pico and for Quest Two. Yep. Mm -hmm. In general, does anyone here have any issues with Airlink? You know, I think it, it no. runs so well. Even it, it like my run. internet is pretty awful at the best of times. And I, it's not really related to speed. I know it's about the sort of connection between the router and the headset. But my router is just a, a bog standard thing I got with my inter internet provider. It's not a special thing. Uh, and it, it works perfectly every time. And I'd be interested to know if anyone in the comments, you know, in terms of the reliability of Airlink, do they have any issues? Is this something that are they finding, trying to find a product that no one wants? Basically, there's, there's not going to be many people out there that are going to be interested in this anyway in the first place. I, don't I mean, think. if it was in the box, that would be nice. When you buy a Quest 2, if it, it's there, like, okay, you want to use it wirelessly, work. put it inside. Okay, yeah. that would make sense. It should be but something that's bundled in with a headset, if anything. That, that would be cool. Yeah. But they must have made some kind of user research to make the decision to produce yeah, this agreed, device. Agreed. Are there really that many people who just don't want to do any research and they want to go to the Meta website and just get everything they need from this one place, including a way to have a reliable uh, wireless connection? I mean, that could be it. Um, not everybody researches as much as you guys For do. I agree with you. For sure, they did this kind of research. So... There are there must be people who are happy that they can just buy something, plug it in, and it works. But it seems it doesn't work now. I'm sure though they can they could do some over the air updates for the device, right, and get it to where it should be. But as it stands, it seems like it's an expensive hundred dollars <laughs> for something like this. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, thanks for the expertise to Gigadin to to let us yeah, know about this. Yeah. And yeah, good to know that people should just. Get a cheap router and have a better, better uh, yeah, experience and internet, which is always mm -hmm. important. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go to the next topic here, and the next topic, it hits close to home here for Tatiana, <laughs> because we, we're going to talk about Google Ventures investing twelve million dollars in SideQuest. And again, full disclosure, Tatiana works at SideQuest and she likes it there, as she told yeah, us I do. Before, I really do. <laughs> before the show. And wow. yeah, so, so Google wants SideQuest to become the main content hub for the XR, XR ecosystem. ecosystem. Wow, that, that is a huge thing, right? That's a huge, wow, that's a huge mission to become the content store for the whole XR ecosystem, huge. So huge news, some, some great news that we hear from Google. Recently, mm -hmm. I heard terrible news that Stadia, their gaming platform is going to be shut down and I really liked Stadia. Oh. Yeah, but now we hear that actually they are investing 12 million, which is for Google nothing, but for SideQuest a lot into, the, into their ecosystem. Great news, great news for SideQuest. I know, Tatiana, you, you cannot talk about everything. You are working there, you are part of the team, but you're not um, the founders, obviously. And so I totally get it that you cannot 
answer all the questions. And we do want to have Orla from from SideQuest here in the future, but right now it's you who's here from SideQuest. <laughs> so yes. what, what are your thoughts about this investment? Is it a huge deal for your, for your company? You know, first of all, this is uh, the, the, the biggest thing probably that has happened to the company to date. As you know, when I was hired a year ago, I was, I believe I was the 10th or the 11th employee and uh, you know, in the startup, and it's growing to it's it, it's it's. I think there's almost twenty of us now, and it's going to grow so much more. And there are just so many things that we can do and we will do that, you know, can't maybe talk about it. And I will leave Orla to talk about it when she is ready. And I was, you no, know, we were talking about it, and I was inviting her to the show, and we kind of decided that it would be better for her to attend when. There's a little bit more of exciting things that we can um, share with the public. So it's going to happen. You're going to hear from both of us. But as of now, the team will be expanding even more. Um, the 12 million investment is from Google alone. In total, we raised a little bit over 15. And hats off to Orla. She did uh, so much to make this happen. Uh, it's absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, <laughs> I really wish I could share more with you guys, but basically it's not just a good thing for the company. It's a, it's an amazing and exciting thing for the VR industry in general, I think, because you know, I mean, you can see that the big players are stepping in and, um, helping companies like SideQuest develop and create something huge. Um, so, um, I, I just, I can't think of a better place for me to be in right now because obviously I'm a VR YouTuber and my day job is directly related to what I do for like you know with my YouTube and I work as a community manager at SideQuest it's just such a perfect combination love every second of it and yeah more to come time for a raise <laughs> yeah. you know a lot of that money will go towards like hiring new people not necessarily like okay let's split it evenly <laughs> Got it. So no, there's yeah, um, many exciting things are gonna happen. So I'm I'm really excited for this too. First of all, I'm also happy for SideQuest that they are just stepping up. It's getting better and better. We all know how everything started with the Quest Store, right? Like a yeah, SideQuest makes sense that that unofficial store and now getting bigger and bigger and. It wants to become this open XR store and it will become this open XR store where lots of new headsets can simply go to to get their content from. I believe that's that's the plan. I, that's that's what I think, which well, would be like the the goal, right? The new headsets, every 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 headset um, is open XR compatible and where to go? Yeah, SideQuest. <laughs> that that is what be I believe. Something. Does it make sense? Steve? That would be something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I really am out of depth here. I don't really know much about this until talking about it this second. But congratulations to Tatiana and the team at SideQuest. That's amazing. And it, it is exciting for the VR community because, again, this is another hammer blow for Meta, isn't it? I think, is it? <laughs> because, I mean, really, I'm interested in Google and their... I, I think they they may have their own VR headset coming up. At of, some course. Point. of course, of um, course. And have. this is just another step towards that, isn't it? And then because you know, and now now we're having this. The, the hardest thing is probably not making a VR headset. It's the ecosystem, and this is a great short shortfire way of getting some uh, you know some hold in that. 
sort of difficult environment of trying to get the games and get that ecosystem together with OpenXR being the standard as well. It, it does make it, it's going to make it great for the VR gamer as well as, uh, you know, new developers out there that are able to have access to this library a lot quicker, a lot easier than it would be a closed platform. But I mean, I'm, really, I'm, I'm out of my depth here, to be honest, but uh, you know, okay. that's my random thoughts at the moment about it. But it, it's, it's, it's obviously a good thing, very positive. It's a great industry. thing. And you know yeah. why it makes sense for Google? In my opinion, now, since Google stopped Stadia, their platform, their online gaming platform, there is absolutely no one who trusts Google with their own store. If Google would now come and make a new store, let's say the Google XR store, which is something like SideQuest, for example, yeah, like developers would not trust them anymore because they have shown time and time again, they don't stick to things. Like for example, Daydream. Can you remember the VR platform from Google called Daydream? I made a VR channel about it. It was called Daydream District and it was pretty amazing. Yeah, but then I had to stop it because Google simply stopped Daydream. Now with Stadia, there are developers who put lots of effort in uh, creating content for, for Google Stadia and now gone. Stadia is dead. So they, they have this reputation of starting things and not seeing them through. So if they would have started their own um, side quest, their own XR store, I truly believe that people and developers would keep, would be kind of like, yeah, not wanting to put their effort in it. But for side quest, yes, it is something that grew over time, like by itself, getting bigger and bigger. It's not just Google, Google phones and Google um, headsets that are going to use it, but the Quest 2 in the future probably other headsets too, I don't know, who knows, some Pimax headset, or I don't know what's going to happen. I really, truly don't know, right? It's, it's just a guess. Or some some Samsung um, Odyssey uh, 3, or who knows? Just tell us now, Seb, come on. I, just tell I, us I truly don't know. I truly don't know. You know things. About the G3. You know the you know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah. So, I, I totally believe it makes sense for Google to invest in this, something that they did not start. And then just by putting in money, yeah, own a part of this. So it makes super sense. And I can just, yeah, wish SideQuest the best. And I totally support them. And I'm super excited that Tatiana's there. And I can't wait to speak with Ola from SideQuest to find out about all the juicy details, details that she's going to let us know. So yeah, SideQuest, we're going to use it for our headsets in the future yeah, she, she's joined when the timing is right and honestly this has been very like emotionally and physically yeah, exhausting time for them they've had thousands of meetings and they just taking some time off and you know well you know deserved rest from all of this and the big news that we are so happy to to share and um when there is more to share then it will be the best timing for us to come to the show for her exactly. to come to the show and i don't think she's ever been on a mart on the next dimension has never never nobody <laughs> nobody from SideQuest has ever been on MRTV so we have to change that mm -hmm. yeah right. yeah it's it's gonna happen perfect I'm super much looking forward to that and again congratulations big news great um, investment round led by Google <laughs> so That's incredible, you can be sure that, that especially when the Google VR headset the Google XR headset comes out and it's gonna use the SideQuest store 
oh my goodness things are going to blow out it's gonna it's, it's just it's it's oh, it's gonna be so exciting at <laughs> side quest it's a great time to be in the vr industry isn't it it, it is. is i'm super incredible happy incredible how yeah. many things are happening when i joined it was all about quest 2 and now like yes, exactly. look at what's happening so much is happening that's what's exciting me really is these are the players coming into the mix finally big players Pico, like tiktok tiktok you're right google now google and, yeah. and apple is yeah. going to be there I, I think this is all playstation up. vr playstation yes, vr too we haven't heard from samsung for a long time probably something is going to happen with samsung as well right with the hmm. samsung odyssey there might be something that might be coming up so who knows and then yeah pimax is going to to get big uh with the crystal i believe the links are one is around the corner what a time <laughs> what, do, a time. <laughs> what a time to be in this and You'll what a great time for there. yeah i will busy. yeah exactly for mrtv this is like gold obviously right I'm because so this is like a hardware now. hardware channel so i'm so jealous you have like this big team of three people now covering all of these headsets <laughs> yeah it's exciting you just... need it though don't you really <laughs> yeah it's, it's you do it. yeah you honestly do. speaking i need mrtv needs to grow even more to to cover all of these headsets mm. yeah it's it's What's good the pay like at mrtv I'm, I'm no interested. not too bad not too bad <laughs> <laughs> lots of lots of adult beverages uh, well <laughs> yeah yeah cool cool so sad quest getting a really good investment super happy about it great news great news for all of us Yep, our last topic for today. So probably today is not going to be a two-hour show, but that's okay, right? Don't have to do two-hour shows every single time. Let's talk about this year. Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? So I'm sorry. You should take it seriously. Really. Yeah, we yeah. take it obviously very yeah. seriously. HTC yeah. is at it again. You know what they like to do? They like to tease on Twitter. So on Twitter. They have posted this here, go small or go home. And what do we see here? Some blackness. <laughs> Some... It's a gradient. I can, I can do that in Photoshop myself. Yeah. yeah, we could, we could. But it seems to be a VR headset. That's, that's why we found out if you, if you uh, yeah, read the commands, they also say it themselves, this is a VR headset that they are teasing. Mm -hmm. And it looks like flow. Looks, <laughs> looks like looks that like, front, like the front like side of flow. I hope that I don't know. We, we flow yeah. is rather small too. It, so. It's rather small, but it was not black. It was. It had more of this kind of gold and very looks like, yeah exciting yeah. look. So it's like it's upside down. Like we're looking at one of the sort of sides of it. So it looks like a Quest Pro uh, and could a be. flow kind of have yeah. a baby. Could be, could be, Some, and 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 they they say go small or go home. Hmm. But, but that, that's that is that's it not now, what she it? said, though. <laughs> it's all about <laughs> bad joke, yeah. Being you know, compact <laughs> VR headsets, and so it's going to be compact. It's probably going to have pancake lenses because that's now the thing now, isn't I it? I believe so. Uh, I which believe is good. I'm pleased it is, but uh, that is definitely the new trend. So I believe I'm it intrigued. is. I, I honestly, I I always root for HTC. I, I, I also to, want them to win. <laughs> I really want them to produce something good. <laughs> yeah, I totally. <laughs> that we want. all really, really want. Yeah. Really? So you know, the thing is, I we all root for them, 
and we want this to become some consumer headset. The thing is, in the past, unfortunately, they had also used this kind of strategy to tease us on Twitter, just like this, with showing us little parts of it, and then they show us some business um, headset, or then yeah. they show us some uh, new trackers, or something that nobody is excited about. So unfortunately, right now, I must tell you that I'm not excited about it because of that past. Now yes, here, Repu says it, the HTC mm. Apprentice is back. Yeah, th that's in, in the German community, we make a joke about it. We say there's a, a HTC has an intern and that intern, he's doing the PR. <laughs> because the PR is really, yeah, it's just like, it was kind of disappointing in the past. So let's think about what this could be. I. So it's a VR headset, and I personally hope, and I truly don't know, I'm not making this up, I have no idea about this headset. Thank you, Norman Robbins, Robinson, for another $5, by the way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, it's, um, yeah, I have no idea about this headset. I don't get briefed from HTC what this is. So I, I truly, truly have no idea. I, I hope it is a consumer headset. I hope it's a Quest 2 Pico 4 competitor that will make us love the thing, that makes us I, love it. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts, Tatiana? I, I just tweeted them. <laughs> Not them, but like in the comment, I say if we're getting a, a competitor for the recently announced headsets. And actually reply to quite a few comments in there, at least to like some of the bigger YouTubers. They ask Cass and Shari, do you like new VR headsets? No, 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 we don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, meaning, yeah, I don't know what that could mean, but it seems like they are going to target, you know, they um, or, or try Us? to maybe compete with the with the headsets that are being recently announced or recently released Pico because 4? they are the new VR headsets. Maybe Pico Four, uh, isn't that the one that made most noise? What else was? There was PlayStation VR 2, but they are not going to be competing with that. Probably right. Pico 4. So right. that would be the best case scenario if that's the new headset that they're going to rival with. That would be great. I want it. I really want it. Um, Steve, what about you? What do you think this is going to be? <sighs> it's really, it's, a, it's an tell us, question. Tell us it? what it's going to be. I actually know everything about this headset. No, I don't really. Um, <laughs> I, I really, I want it to be this is what i wanted to be i don't know what it's going to be but uh, you know obviously it's pretty obvious it's going to be a competitor for the pico 4 and the quest yeah. pro i'm really hoping this time it's aimed squarely at the consumer market none of this bloody flow and doing flow was know, consumer but it was bad <laughs> yeah yeah oh. but who does yoga in vr yeah 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 you know, that's what they also found out like nobody <laughs> no. even people VR. don't do yeah meditation it wasn't no. well it wasn't gaming focused anyway we want a gaming vr headset that is small light one thing hdc have always been great at it's a weird thing to say this uh but they're the display colors in the headsets are always fantastic and mm -hmm. they they mm -hmm. you know if they could just Oops. produce that that's kind of really clenching kind of uh like a, an oled screen or something that really will grab people's attention they need something to stand out and it, it, it can't just be another small compact 
headset it needs to be something more now because hdc that they've lost the respect from the main vr community at this point unfortunately I'm, yeah I'm, I'm sorry to say that and you know um i just feel that they've lost their way that a long time ago it, it back back in the day it was oculus and htc wasn't it and they they had the same level playing field at that point in fact if anything maybe the, the vive the vive headset was i mean it was as popular as the you know the the, the rift and I yeah. just from that point on, More it just went downhill. Yeah, it just went downhill. And I think a lot of that is their pricing. I think it's going to be far too expensive straight away. I know that they can't subsidize it like Meta can, but I think at this point, they really need to be competitive and just throw all their eggs in the basket now and deliver mm. something. This is their last chance. It's make or break for them now, surely. Yeah, yeah We also said last to... chance last time already when they I came know, with the well, maybe, maybe this is too late then. I don't know, but, no, but I do I don't feel think it's it. too late. Why would it be too late? I mean, you can flop, uh, but it only takes one headset, one decent headset to bring you back in the game. Great. Uh, oh, like I, you, I, I, I don't, I know I'm not like, I, I don't have that trust to them anyway, but it doesn't matter if I have trust or not. If they release a headset that's decent and can be a competitive, People are going to love it no matter uh, whether it's HTC or not. Agreed. Ag totally agreed. How about the, it is an OLED headset with pancake lenses and a display port. Yeah, exactly. Boom! Then, <laughs> people will like it, it again. It needs, people it will... needs to stand out. It can, it's got to be better than everything else. It's got to have those real specific nerdy features that the VR community can then, they can be brought back again and go, okay, right. Now you're listening. Let, let's see mm -hmm. what this is, you know, let, let's see yeah. what we can do. Right. So they made progress already with the Focus 3, with the controllers, for example. They can now do inside-out tracking, which was a problem of the Cosmos. So they also have shown they can do the nice form factor with the Vive Flow, which has had other problems, as in no mm -hmm. real <laughs> tracking, now no, no, no 60OF. <laughs> so exactly. So now put, the, put those, these things together. The, the Focus 3 and the Vive Flow with better lenses, with a cool form factor, with good, with good controllers and stuff. So I, I believe they could actually pull it off in terms of hardware. And then I, I thought like, okay, so, so they can make this, they could make a, a sexy VR headset, I believe. Now, do they have a store? And then it came to me, Yes, they have Viveport. They that have Viveport Infinity, and it is amazing. It is great. So actually, they do have all the components to put it back together. What they don't have is the money that ByteDance, TikTok, and Meta, Facebook have, right? So I was thinking about the following. If I was the HTC... CEO, and I can tell you, I'll never be it. <laughs> but if I was the, the mm -hmm. Vive port, if, if I was the Vive CEO, I would probably do the following. This headset costs probably, I don't know, let's say it, it, it costs um, $500 to make or something, like something close to this, right? And I have this Vive port store, which has this Vive port infinity subscription which costs like $10, and then you can play all the VR games in it. I would do it just like Xbox does it with the Series X. So what do they do? They give you the 
the console, they give you the, um, the Series X nearly for free if you sign up for a two-year contract for the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, right? So you pay like 20 euros a month for two years, but you get all the games for Xbox and you get the hardware. And it's a great, it's a great offer. It's a fantastic offer. So now do the same with Vivepod Infinity. Tell people, you know what? You pay $20 a month, $20 a month. You get all the games in the Viveport Infinity Store for Steam VR, for PC VR, because this can do perfect streaming, but also the, but also the, the mobile games that are on Viveport Infinity. As, as all, as much as you want. You pay $20 and we give you the hardware for, let's say, $99. Yes? You should work for H I, HTC I would now. Do, I, I should. I should be the HTC CEO. Let's face it. They would, have they would rule. Though. They would yeah. rule VR. Oh my goodness, dear HTC, I could be your CEO, <laughs> and I would. I would totally rule. Maybe you should apply. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I, I love Ever TV. <laughs> but honestly, what do you think of my idea? It makes sense, and they've already got the components there. They just need they, to put them together. They have everything. <laughs> you know? They have everything. Oh. They just need to I'm follow happy. what yeah. I have just told them. This gold <laughs> that I gave them. <laughs> what do you think, Tatiana? Are they going Honestly, to make it like this? I, I mean, come on, reach out to them. Just like, yeah, I can have an idea. You pay me this <laughs> amount of this much money. <laughs> I will tell you how to do it and what to do, and you'll be gold. <laughs> I gave it to them for free right now. <laughs> so, you did. You can still edit that out after, <laughs> after the live stream. <laughs> but I, I really wonder. I really wonder what the audience thinks of this. Like like the people who are in the chat right now, the 227 people, because they don't have the money like Facebook or like TikTok to subsidize it right away, right? So they could do this kind of $20 deal or let's say, I don't know, $25 deal or something monthly, let's say $20, $20, and subsidize that hardware with it. So I really want to know, I'm, I'm going to make actually, uh, I'm going to make um, a, a poll again. I want to find out. Let's say, um, okay, let's say how much would they have to pay for the device? Let's say $199. Let's say like this. <laughs> I just, I wish they would like change their marketing strategy as well. We don't want these teasers anymore. Just come yes. on. Let's just tell they us what's were. going on. Have an announcement. Just say we're going to have an announcement at this date, oh. and, and just give us a bit more information because I think at this point, with their lack of respect within the VR community at this point, anyway, I think it's almost a little bit arrogant of them to to do the same thing again, you know, and just mm. and and to just post some stupid teaser. I just think, come on, just tell us what is it that we're going to be or at least give us some sort of idea of a timescale of what to expect for an announcement. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I guess they are the only company that's mastered the art of teasing slash trolling. I, I don't mind that. Really, <laughs> that's more of a trolling than teasing at this point. It, it is though, isn't it? At this point, I think it's a little bit cheeky really because like it hasn't worked out for them very well in the past. Let's try a different method. Let's try Sebastian's method, for instance. I think Who knows? The part worked very well. That's the it's the headset part that didn't work. That, so yeah, well. that's pretty, yeah, good point. They got it. One thing right is the way to kind of stir some things up in the community, get people talking. I don't think they would. Uh, I was uh, so heartbroken. 
I had a good chat with HDC. I know that they are passionate about VR and the, you know, the developers and engineers there. I did have a little chat with them on a Teams call once, and they they are really passionate about VR. Of course, yeah. And, but they um, don't have I, me as their CEO. That's the problem. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. I don't know. And I was so excited when I, you know, reviewed the Vive Pro 2. I was so excited. And I thought, oh, crap, this is not going to be a good review in the end. I, I was so disappointed. But the Focus 3, that has got to be one of the most beautiful looking VR headsets I've ever seen in my life. If they can add, make, make that into something consumer related, yeah. um, you know, squash it down a bit and put some pancake lenses in it, you know. Right. We might have something. So I've just made the the poll. Would you buy a 99 US dollar HTC Pancake Stand Loan headset that comes with a 20 US dollar per month all games included plan? And the thing is about this poll, think about the headset is great. Let's say the headset is great and desirable. Would you do it? And it's a two year it's a two year plan. You have to pay 20 US dollars for two years in a row. So that is the question here. So. You say yes if you think yes. I would. How do many it. months is it going to be? An eighteenth month. Twenty-four. Plan twenty-four. Or? Twenty-four well, months. Two years. Well, two years. Would they two be years. able to afford it? I mean, would they be able to afford to to sell headsets for for hundred dollars like that? Yeah, if if they they subsidize it with that twenty dollars, all games included plan, because normally that plan costs only like ten dollars, mm -hmm. so they get ten dollars on top every month for 24 months with this $240. So, okay, the numbers this, are not right. <laughs> yeah, let's say like this. Plan? Is it fixed? Uh, is it going to go up after three months? You know, no, can we it's, have it's, that it's fixed. It's fixed. Okay. They, they know it's fixed. So, yeah. There would be 400, 540 in total. But, um, yeah, it means like lots of people would have it, I think. But let's say this headset is going to be pancake lens, uh, you know, extravaganza. We're going to have yeah, you know, we're going to love really it. light form factor display yeah. port. How much do you think it will it will be on the market? That's the question. I know. Gigola says HTC would be bankrupt with this plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Okay, probably yeah. it would be more expensive. Let's say probably twenty five dollars, and the device costs two hundred ninety nine dollars, right? It, it, it's more more something. <clears throat> That would make sense, but if lots of people buy it, lots of people go for that, um, yeah, flat rate. I do believe that developers would also get their share if their games are played. Right? That's that is how Vive Port Infinity works. I'm not exactly sure like how successful it is, but depending on on how many people um, buy this subscription, the money is being shared among all the developers. It's a good point, actually. Maybe they shouldn't have you as the uh, the lead developer. Yeah. They would literally be bankrupt after. <laughs> yeah, that's more reasonable, right? I agree. Two hundred ninety nine dollars plus twenty a month would be would be more. Yeah, ninety nine dollars. I was too excited right now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're gonna start a company like that. <laughs> you're gonna make this that over ten years. I got I got too excited. Plan. Yeah, <laughs> ten year plan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, oh, wow. probably that that would sound more reasonable. Two hundred and ninety nine dollars for really sexy hardware and twenty dollars a month plus mm -hmm. subscription. Yeah, also I lots of people say it. I could see that. I could see that happening, and I think people would be excited because they they will see like okay, two hundred ninety nine dollars. It's still like hundred dollars cheaper than the Pico Four, right? And the twenty dollars a month for um for for the for all the games for all the games i can play all yeah. the games all the time
That would be crazy. That is a good plan, yeah. Right. I think of all the VR headset manufacturers out there, I think HTC are the most likely headset manufacturer to uh, go OLED. I think they are. Because think they just, they are? Okay. I, I do think because I, I just think the display, their, their, their actual displays, like the 5 Pro and the Vive Pro 2 that I tried, and and the other one in between the Vive, the Vive Pro. So we had the Vive and the Vive Pro and the, and Vive, the Vive Pro, Pro 2, two yes. something like that. They all had fantastic display. The, the actual the lenses, no mirror, beautiful colors, better better than the G2 in terms of their colors. And yeah. I just think that that's their that's their thing they could uh, strive for an OLED display. But then again, I know I've tested this a few times, but it's because it's so important, but also very expensive, and I, maybe they're that technology is just not available to them really but they, i just i think they need something that no other uh, headset is providing right now and that's the only thing i can think of that would right. lure people in really you know yeah the thing is they they can't lure them in with a cheap price let's say if they don't do the vive port infinity thing that i'm that i'm like suggesting here right now how cheap can they go <laughs> Right, they, they. I don't think they can compete with the four hundred, uh, th three hundred and seventy-nine UK pound of the Pico Four, right? Because they simply don't have the money, right? So it should be like a more expensive headset. And mm -hmm. will people buy that OLED display headset for seven hundred? Yes, <laughs> I will. Okay, <laughs> I, I will obviously too. Of High course. resolution OLED. I'm there. Yeah, I am there. So it's, it's so important. It, so People it's going to be a prosumer you... device again, an expensive prosumer device. <laughs> That's what HTC yeah. does. Yeah, it's true. But with this, maybe not. I don't. Know. I think they. I'm hoping they're going to sort of squarely aim this at the sort of gaming market. It's you know, I mean, I mean, like the meta, the Quest Two, that sort of market. I think that's what they need to do. They need to get back in the door again. If, if yeah. it's going to be a crazy high-spec headset, as much as I want that, I don't think that's going to do them any good either, to be honest, because that's what they're known for in the past, and it hasn't really worked out. So something like the Cosmos, along those lines, okay. but obviously with, with a more modern tech. And uh, yeah, so, and standalone. I, I do believe it's they... It's probably standalone. I, I do believe... I, agreed. I do believe they need to compete against Pico 4 and Quest 2 and Quest Pro, right? So... Probably cheaper sure than cheaper than Quest Pro, and more not that, than Pico. more expensive more. than Pico, cheap, cheaper than Quest Pro, and squarely aimed at gamers, mm -hmm. and and not and totally not with that um, focus on on work like the Quest Pro. Yes, that would be a good That's what it's going to be. <laughs> That's what. It's gonna be. <laughs> yeah, we, d we decided it for them. I'm just gonna send them a quick email. Comments, Brad, this is what say you something. Will be doing. Please, Brad, <laughs> please say something. We've no idea. <laughs> yeah, right. So uh, I came up with that not realistic 99 US dollar price. I should have said 299 dollars, and the device is sexy. But now, like this, still 40, 45 percent would not buy a 99 dollars device from uh, from HTC. Yeah, we have to see the device. We have to put it through its paces. It has to go to the MRTV headquarters to Tatiana to um, Steve, we have to make all the videos about it, compare it with everything, and we have to see what it could do. So hopefully we get that soon. Hopefully we don't get more of these 
Twitter um, pictures. Just give I us the whole we'll thing. I think we'll get at least three. I think we're going to get more. <laughs> at than least that, three yeah. more teasers before we know anything <laughs> substantial. Yeah, right. Uh, I, think, I don't like I that. think we're going to hear, hear you know, I've, when when the Vibe Pro 2 and the Focus, we I had an email eventually about that. So I do feel that we probably will hear something soon. I'm really hoping yeah. so. And uh, it's something that needs to be shown on, on our channels, you know, because so, I think HTC more than ever, if you're listening, <laughs> HTC still. They do listen need, to this right you now. You do need uh, influence right now more than ever. You need YouTubers like all of us here and other ones as well to really put this through its paces. Because if you do truly believe in this headset and I hope it's going to be successful, you need people to try it out and to be honest about it like before. And if we can, we if we love it, you know, the VR community is going to love it as well and back you up. And I really want them to succeed. I really truly do. Of course, of course, we we need more competition. So it's it's great to have Pico now on ByteDance here to compete with Meta. But yeah, I would honestly, I'd rather give HTC the money than than a Chinese company or or than than Meta, right? I, I'd rather give it to a Taiwanese company like HTC. You know, my wife is from Taiwan and. Right, <laughs> you understand. Mm -hmm. It's it has lots of implications. So yeah. I'd rather give it to HCC. So do it. Give it Especially to us, HCC. With everything that's happening in the industry, all these headsets dropping and being announced. I mean, if you have HTC, if you have a solid headset, like drop the details that it will actually give it to us. Excited because little teasers don't make anybody excited no. anymore. No, um, Not because of their track yeah. record. No. Yeah. If, so if, if, if there is be... anything. If there is anything that's worth talking about, or even like a little thing that you know will really work and people will really love, like give it to us. Like let us talk. We we would literally be able if they told us this one thing. Like what do, what do you want on the headset? Like what the the I don't know pancake lenses, whatever. We will be talking about Display pancake lenses. We will be talking about this. We will talk about all it. This whole like a part yeah. of this show, we could be like talking them up and saying, "Oh, look at this!" Yes, you're right. Yeah, you know, yeah. Have, we could say like, "Okay, this. wait for it. Don't don't buy this." Right? <laughs> we could say it, but now, we, yeah, because there tough. is like a little piece that's already promising. That would be a nice teaser. But, uh, and it, and now like, all we yeah. can talk about is another stupid teaser that nobody cares about, and we still don't know whether we should trust them or not. So yeah, it, they've, they've cried wolf too much. Like. If Vario posted something on their Facebook or whatever, saying a new dawn of VR headset, and then some well, sort everybody of everybody would thing. be super excited. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> like, holy crap! Let's make a video straight away. <laughs> but <laughs> it's HTC doing it again. They've done this before, and uh, I don't want to say the word failed, but I mean, come on, it hasn't been very successful in terms of their marketing stra strategy at this point in time. They need to have a completely new angle and something, something that separates them from every other VR headset out there. Agreed. It's got to be that way. I totally agree. And hopefully we will have more information soon and not these Twitter posts. Yeah, but we don't know. <laughs> it's, it's great, though. I mean, it's exciting. It's still exciting. Isn't it? Yeah, of I mean, course. I mean, they, they made us talk about them for like a couple of minutes here on the show. So they succeeded in a way, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it could have been better, though. It could have been could way have better. We could have been more marketing. excited. Yeah. I said all that just based upon a really weird black image. So yeah. just think what we could say, HTC, if you give us some actual information. That'd be great. Hopefully. Be a full topic, and we'll be able to discuss it properly.
Yeah. <laughs> this is a funny comment from Abysmal, which kind of is also a funny name. Pimax <laughs> versus HTC Marketing. Who'd win? <laughs> that would be a very close call. I cannot call a winner here right now. That's a good one. That's, that, a, that is a, that's a vote. You should put that as a vote. <laughs> okay. Yeah, actually, you're right. Let's, let's do it for I fun. I think you should. The thing is, right, with Pimax, their uh, sort of, you know, whole sort of announcement with that guy who was, it was just so awful. But it was so great to watch at the same time. And it got people talking, didn't it? Let's be honest. But, <laughs> oh, like, what the hell was so, that? But so great at the same time. <laughs> a good way yeah. to describe it. Well, it, it is really, because it was so cheesy. But it made you watch it. You you, you could not keep your eyes off him. You yeah, it was, was like, it was like it was, like, uh, am I actually dreaming? Or have I, what is this? <laughs> it was too funny. So, yeah, the, the poll is there. <laughs> HTC versus Pimax marketing. Who wins, HTC or Pimax? Cast your vote now. That's the last thing that we do in today's episode of the Next Dimension podcast, season three, episode three. Who wins? So we have 41 votes right now. And wow, Pimax is like killing HTC. It's like 73% right now say Pimax wins. Yeah, I mean, their, their shows were good in recent times, right? Mm -hmm. It was like a bit over the top or a bit lot <laughs> over the top. But at least it was getting yeah, us excited. Yeah, it exactly. was giving us everything that we wanted as a VR enthusiast. So actually, I'll tell you, I'll never forget that presentation. So they, they, they obviously have done something right. Whether it's it was it was it was cheesy, whether it was uncomfortable to watch, whether it was amazing, <laughs> whatever you want to feel on that one, you will always remember it, won't you? You know the day yeah, absolutely. you watched. <laughs> absolutely, Pimexians, like, they don't need to take compromises. They get everything. It's Wow. <laughs> so yeah. please go for the poll. We have only 65 votes, but we have like more than 200 people watching this right now. So we need to get at least 100 votes. So go for it now. <clears throat> HTC or Pimax, who is better at marketing? And so far, HTC at 25% and Pimax at 70, 75%. All right. <laughs> Pretty yeah, exciting. Pretty exciting. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Let's finish it. This has been a great yeah. show. So happy to have Steve back here in season three of the Next Dimension podcast. It's great to be back. Literally, I'm so sorry. I've just talked crap for the last two hours, but it's been great being here anyway. Yeah, we had um, a good time. Talking about VR, really. Yeah, you know? exactly. And, uh, you see, I have no idea about the topics, but nope. it, it's just fantastic to be talking about all of the stuff that's happening as well. It's made me realize that the VR industry is really, truly you know uh at a strong point right now and i feel like finally a lot building up in, you know and it's just gonna all explode into all these new vr headsets all this new the new games that i'm looking forward to new games coming out as well particularly uh for quest and everything else uh the pimax crystal of course now htc are joining it's it's wow it's it's very exciting it's exciting time. It is. It is a truly exciting time. I st I'm still most excited about the upcoming Apple One just because it's entering the game and it's just so exciting to see like the absolutely new player who is so powerful. That is going to be like it's going to change the landscape of like VR industry forever. I think. I don't know if I'm overhyping it, but I think it's going to be like the biggest thing of the year when they finally drop their headset. It is going to be huge. It is. So lots of exciting Next Dimension podcasts ahead. And let me uh, stop 
the poll. <laughs> so it's 26% say that HTC has a better marketing and 74% say Pimax. So congrats Pimax. Pimax has really done a good job recently on their marketing, but now they need to deliver. And most probably we're going to see some exciting stuff on MRTV and on uh, VR Flight Sim Guy, Ho hopefully also on Disco VR, who knows, right? So that would be cool. And definitely we are going to talk about this in this podcast. Thanks everyone for watching and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed it, give it a thumbs up right now. We don't have enough thumbs right now. And you know, for these long shows, the YouTube algorithm is terrible. So do leave the thumbs up, do leave a comment, do let us know what you thought about today's show. And most importantly, if you yeah, like this, give it a five-star review on iTunes. Get out your iPad or iPhone, open the podcast app, which is pre-installed, find us and give us that five-star review. That would be incredible and we would be super happy. And now we are looking forward to see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye. Take care.